This episode is brought to you by Geekade.com, where we create an array of podcasts, articles, and more for everyone, no matter what your geek is. And if you want to help us make even more content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's patreon.com slash Geekade. Now on with the show. Warning. The following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. I am your host, Evan Goldstein, and with me as always is our conductor, Karen Randazzo. One tail. <laughs> and Italian in his own right, Chris Randazzo. No more avocados! <laughs> okay, this is episode 208 for the week of June 4th, 2020. We are going to be talking Snowpiercer. But I have a special guest this week. I talk about her just about every episode. Ange. Just about every episode? You yeah. mean not every single episode? Well, I don't want them to, you know, get the wrong idea. Like, I am I am completely... We'll talk about it later. I thought you loved me. <laughs> we did, too. This is shocking. That sounds like a you problem. I know Evan's heart belongs to me. Oh, it's The truth true. finally comes out. There's no competing with Chris and Karen. <laughs> all right. Before we get into all of that, here's your weekly reminder that you can get in touch with us at balletgeekade.com. Tell us what you're watching. Tell us what we should watch. Let us know you're out there. We'll watch just about anything. So give us a suggestion. Hey, guys. We did. We just did a, a bunch of pre-show talking. So good stuff. I'm, I'm done. I don't, I'm, so, I'm good. Um, <laughs> Karen's <that's>, out. Peace. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Done. Mic drop. But other than you know those things, how I mean, we've the world has had a pretty rough week. So mm -hmm. there's that. Um, as I said beforehand, before we started recording, I, I was I was digging for for some type of news to to report, and I, oddly, I came across one that said something about um, Fuller House. You remember the woman? That got brought up. Uh, Heather Locklear is stuck in my head. It's not her. The woman that got brought up on the charges for getting her yeah. kids into. So they. they Lori Laughlin. That's it. The news story that I saw, they sort of explained why she wasn't in the first half of the season. And the big shocker of the news story is it wasn't in the first half of season five. So Fuller House has had five seasons. Yeah, that's news right there. That's That's utterly shocking to me. But how you guys been? All right, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, he's doing doing okay. Doing doing some stuff. Yeah. Hashtag pandemic life. Yeah, it's <laughs> also known talking as about, stay inside. <laughs> talking about my new job and whatnot. It's a, it's it's all it's all it's all good in the hood. Living so the dream. Th th this past this past week or so has seen some pretty heavy changes or pretty some pretty heavy things going on in the world and. I mean, like, it's funny because the the 
most entertaining thing that I'd seen this week is that we have sent a couple of people into space via Elon Musk and his private space stuff. And, <laughs> space stuff. And, and the meme was, yes, we've sent two guys out into space. Good timing. Can yeah. we go with Congratulations you? <laughs> to those guys. Good choice. I mean, I, I was shocked that, like, I didn't realize. I, I sort of heard that we were doing space travel again, but I didn't realize it was, it's private space travel now. Well, it's a partnership between um, yeah. SpaceX and NASA. It's 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 SpaceX. It makes it, it honestly what you're talking about really makes it sound like Elon Musk's junk is traveling into space. Yeah, it's with his, private space travel and <laughs> it is his stuff in space. Uh, it's got his name on it. <laughs> come on. <laughs> oh, oh this is world. But I mean, so much, so many things have been going on. Did you guys watch the launch? I saw snippets of it via, you know, YouTube and whatnot. I found out about it late because mm. of everything else. I was like, oh, shit, we did, we did send people to the space station. Yeah, Which I'm is- going to be honest. I suck at watching things when they're happening. And I, like, always read headlines and then never watch videos, which is kind of counterintuitive since I'm pretty much never in a position where I feel like I have time to read the news and would rather listen to or watch it. But yeah, I, I had people telling me about it Saturday night in a uh, friendly group chat. And so I basically got the whole thing described to me by uh, random people yelling at me on the internet. (laughs) It was great. Well, we, we uh, started to tune in for the originally scheduled launch I was like, I was kind of like you guys. I wasn't quite aware it was happening until like the day it was happening. And then a coworker asked me and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that would be cool. And like the more I thought about it, the more I was like, wait, my son would love this. Okay. So like, I'm like scrambling to get the the actual cable on because I don't remember how to work the TV. <laughs> did, it, did it turn the dial, flip the switches and whatnot? <laughs> Adjust the bunny ears. <laughs> Um, foil. it's perfect and I'm trying to get the kids like to break away from whatever video game they're like tuned out to to, like come see this cool thing and as soon as I got everything set and the kids in place with me then it was like launch scrubbed due to weather son of a bitch and then when it was so it was rescheduled for a couple days later and then I did the same thing I forgot until it was like 15 minutes beforehand and I'm like fuck where is it god damn it where, where are the kids what are they doing like don't drop their popsicles and get in here uh, but for the record the six year old thought the rocket taking off into space was pretty damn cool yeah so I, I you have to admit the video like the, just the sheer quality of the video now mm-hmm. so looks fake <laughs> it looks fake that is not what I expected you to say I mean like the stuff that movie wise that we see it looks like that quality now because back in the day when other you know shuttle launches have happened it's always been mildly grainy and really shaky and all and like the stuff that i've seen video wise it's like the dudes in my living room and it's so crystal clear and the resolution is out of this world it's the the loops that we have taken stop it i'm not doing puns <laughs> you son of a bitch <laughs> Come on, Evan. There's plenty of room. You might even say there's plenty of space. space. 
Oh. No, no, done, done. <laughs> Just gonna keep quiet. The improvement in the technology all around is pretty cool, though. Like the rocket doesn't look anything like the you know the space shuttle that we are used to from being kids. Mm-hmm. Their spacesuits look like movie style spacesuits. And the the part of the rocket that breaks off once the, the fuel is burned up, it can fly back to Earth and they use it again. That's fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. Genius. <laughs> Save some money. Way to go, Elon. Ah, uh, all right. <laughs> so we sent a couple of people into space. What else did you guys watch this week? Space. Uh, as promised, I um, in, I took back most of the Umbrella Academy season one. Okay. I am. I I had to stop right uh, before like the the end of the season. I remember being like, you know, separate episodes, but like one big chunk of awesome, like just rolling in one into the next. Right. So I stopped myself right before that started because I didn't really have time to. And I didn't want to watch it piecemeal. Um, but man, I I rewatched it because I've I only I hadn't re I watched it initially and I hadn't rewatched it since. And I had this, like, strong, like, fandom for it. And I was starting to question it, like, I haven't rewatched this show. Was it really as good as I remember? Ooh, yeah, okay. it is. Okay, it good. Is <laughs> so good. Totally saw it's that going in a different direction. So f- no, it's so freaking good. Everybody on it is great. The story is so great. And the other thing I did was uh, I read the graphic novel, like I mentioned, I think, last mm-hmm. week. And the more that I, like, the more of it that I watched, I'm like, wow, no, like, none of this is in at least the volume one that I read. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. That um, was my biggest complaint when I had watched the show, was actually going back and being like, how did they make this so much better than the comic? <laughs> how did this happen? I'm the comic fan. That shouldn't be the thing coming out of my face. Uh, I love that show. But it, yes, I'm and very it's coming back soon, right? Very a month, excited. Month or so? Yeah, in July. July. Oh, good, so good, good. Excellent oh my god, choice. that is next month. Holy shit. Yeah, we're in June now. Mm-hmm. I know, but last week when we talked about it and it was like it's gonna be in July, I was like, son of a bitch, that's so long. And now all of a sudden a week later I'm like, Oh, it's next month, yay. <laughs> <laughs> what a difference a week makes. <laughs> Time has no fucking meaning in quarantine, all right? It's true. It's true. And uh, I guess the other thing that Chris and I watched uh, was that we finished Defending Jacob. We we were so into it that we actually got the free trial. Of, Sign up for the free trial for exactly two TV hours. Plus so, we could, <laughs> so we could get the tail end of it without uh, hassling Evan to get the episodes. So, um, wow. Uh, wait, wanna... wait, wait, wait. Yeah, we just finished we it just, today. Yeah. All right. So... What do we think? Did he do it or did he not? What do you think? See? We don't know. I immediately asked Evan because I was like, what do you think? Like, I need to know. Also, Chris Evans, such an amazing performance from him. (sighs) But I kind of wanted to punch him. (laughs) Well, see, but that's, we we talk every week. Well, maybe not every week, but about the, this, this. The stereotypical TV trope of non-communication. And here, I mm-hmm. hoped you'd say you'd talk about Chris Evans every week. Well, that t- well, Karen does that every every week. You it's can't stop me. Every <laughs> we were watching, we watched two episodes of that today, and there was this. I can't remember which episode it was, but they ended up in Mexico, yeah. right? Uh huh. And she was in a 
bathing suit. In a bathing suit, and, and he's he was, in a little polo and shorts on the beach. What the fuck? And we were promised a bathing suit. She I got went, you. Th- there was a whole conversation about this new bathing suit. It was suit, a and joke like, about a speedo. Come on, people. It was established earlier in the show that he is a swimmer. He swims for exercise. Where the fuck is the bathing suit? I wanted it's that conspiracy. banana hammock. I need a hashtag. What the hell? I paid for beefcake, all right? And I didn't get it. I have to say, I did think it was actually kind of respectful that they did not just pander to audiences because it was such a dramatic show. And I feel like the second they walked into the hotel in Mexico, everybody was like, all right, here we go. And then he is never shirtless. And it was just kind of a like, yeah, fuck you, audience. Like, he's show actually some respect. an actor. Yeah. I mean, they showed him in bed a lot. He sleeps in a T-shirt every night. What the hell? <laughs> Who sleeps in a t-shirt every night? <laughs> I do. I mean, you're a woman. But so does Evan. I do. Yeah. Well, good for you, Evan. <laughs> I also am not Chris Evans. Maybe if I was Chris Evans, I would go t-shirtless every once in a while, but... I don't, and I'm definitely not Chris Evans. I'm barely the same species as Chris Evans, but, you know, t-shirts are comfy, man. Mm-hmm. Well, you are both Chris's. I mean, there's that. You've got that going for you. And Evan is an Evan. <laughs> Like oh my god, together we're Chris Evans. <laughs> no, we're not. We're, no, we're Chris Evans. <laughs> no, we are not. Together we are Chris Evan. <laughs> together you're twice the man Chris Evans is. Technically <laughs> true, yes. <laughs> Listen, when your powers combine... <laughs> the... Things are about to get weird here. <laughs> about to. With the, the... I Chris Evans did a phenomenal phenomenal job in that that show but uh simmons mm-hmm. his his just the little bits of acting that he did in this show were fantastic and i don't know why i expected anything other than that like, i don't either what the hell's wrong with you and, it's, it's, <laughs> and i don't like it he it just the the character that he played was so disgusting for 80% of the time he was on the screen and at the end I was like alright I'm okay with him he, he cares sort of about his family he, he did what was necessary like good dude okay and that's just JK that's it it was just him it's so, it's such a, it, I don't like the unanswered questions it's such a good show I do want to know if anybody else found him sympathetic at the end of the show Simmons? yeah no. Uh, okay. Not particularly. I have to I say did. that I did. Yeah? Yeah. Are I, you contractually obliged to say that you did? Yes. N- <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I, I mean, I just... <laughs> yeah, I mean, did you see those eyes? But no, really, um, I, I felt like as flawed and horrible as he was as a human being, he was still a human being who did want something better for his grandson like he was very unapologetic about what he had done that got him in prison but that didn't mean he couldn't understand that he had done something wrong like it was almost as if he knew it he just didn't care but he also knew that he had people in his life that he still wanted to keep out of that situation and for me it didn't redeem him but it did make him more sympathetic and more complex than I originally thought he would be as a character. Well, the, oh, he was definitely more complex. I'll give you that for sure. The the two the two scenes in particular where he's yelling at Chris Evans' character about keeping his grandson 
out of that place, like the, the sheer anger and, you know, it was for protecting his grandson. And then at the end, the whole, I know I'm a, a shitty man and a bad father, but you get to choose which one of those you want to be, like something to that effect. Like he knew what he did and he knew what his lot in life was and he did what he could to help his family out. Like that's, I, I get why you felt the way you did about him, Ange. Yeah, he says, you have the choice between being a good man or a good father. I'm neither of those, but you get to choose. And that, to me, was amazing. God. So, did, uh, what do you think? Did, did, he, did the kid do it? I don't know. No? Nothing? You don't? That an I, I don't, I'm, st- I don't. I'm still mulling it over. Okay. I'm going to go with no. Okay. Because, I mean, who am I to, who am I to uh, argue with uh, Chris Evans's instincts, right? It's true. I mean. His fatherly instincts? His lawyerly He instincts? says he didn't do it. And if he says he didn't do it, that's good enough for me. <laughs> so it's baby blues. He said it a lot, though. He said, so do you think really? the scene when when Lori is driving at the end when she crashes the car, do you think that that was what was actually happening, or the picture that that POS uh, assistant uh, ADA was Neil, whatever his last name was? Do you think that that was? Oh, porn stash? No, that's totally... I'm pretty sure that's totally what was actually happening. Okay, mm-hmm. because that was the thing, like, you want to believe him, but he followed his family. Like, he was loyal to his family to a fault to me, because if that's really what happened, and Laurie did intentionally tr- crash that car, he is, he is deliberately, like, kind of just ignoring things. And I feel as though the way that they were painting this picture... Evan and I kind of debated back and forth about how she, um, like how she so quickly turned on Jacob, so to speak. But I feel like there were things that, as a mother, she had just seen more of or paid more attention to. She saw the shit, man. The whole thing with the bowling ball. Mm-hmm. She was just like, "Oh no, mm-hmm. my son's a killer." <laughs> this ain't right. <laughs> the only thing I know about Lori is that that woman needs to be in therapy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody on this show. Everybody on this show the needs doctor therapy. In, yeah, but if she had listened to the doctor in like episode three, who was like, "You should probably be seeing someone yourself," mm-hmm. if, if that like half of this shit wouldn't have happened. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I was really mad that she didn't respect that choice. Like, the this you you just went to someone, then you're like, "Hey, you're a professional, and I really need to talk to you." And then she's like, "Actually, I'm not able to handle this, but I do think you should still see a professional." And she's like, "Me." Never mind. She made half the step. Like that was weird. That was yeah. <laughs> weird storytelling Especially, choice. I mean, I I understand how that feels to like you know need help and have trouble seeking it out. Mm-hmm. But still, like, dude, if you know if the stakes are what they are in this story, that's got to push you to like get past it. Yeah. If that doesn't help. motivate you, what will? Right. The, 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 Apparently, the... driving your car into the side of a bridge. Holy shit. Yeah. Anybody else not see that coming? Oh, um, I Jacob we, didn't. <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus Christ! Actually, honey. he was there for it. I'm pretty sure he did. <laughs> he knew what was going to happen, and I, I honestly thought it was going to be. I didn't think bridge. I thought oncoming traffic. I thought off a cliff. That, that works as well. But like, as soon as I like, I, it was weird because I didn't think the kid would 
uh, I'm going to air quote this and you can't see it, admit to killing because that's what he did. He said, I killed him just to get his mother to slow the yeah, car down. Yeah, I'll say whatever you want, crazy lady. Stop driving us off into a wall. I did not think that would happen. Like, I, you know, I expected him to protest and start crying and whatnot. Like, it was the the types of emotion that that kid showed throughout the, the, the show was, it was weird. Weird. Um, but yeah, I didn't, I, I saw the accident coming. I did not expect either one of them to survive. And then when that accident happened and then I, you know, you, they flash back to him being in that courtroom and he kept saying, well, why is she not here? I'm like, oh, okay. So they're, they're both dead. Why, why is he in court? Like what's going on? And oddly, apparently a seatbelt can save you at a 90 mile an hour dead stop. I mean, they were pretty rich. They had a nice car. That's mm. yeah. Good safety. I was measures. like, man, what's the safety rating on that vehicle? Because it must Seriously. be stellar. It's 150 billion. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yes. I want to see season two where um, Jacob wakes up and it's Ooh, like, yeah. no, mom crashed that car on purpose. So you think that's going to be a season two? Dun, dun. I, no, I don't think so. But I, I want to see what happens to that family when that information comes to light. Well, is she? Do you think like she's claiming to not remember? Like, do you think that's that's, or did she have? Well, a, she claims if she claims to not remember, that's fine. But you know, if Jacob comes to and remembers what happens, mm-hmm. that's a whole other story. Right, but is that is that an act, or do you think that that like it's so hard to yeah, say that either I mean, way? There, like I said, there's meat here for season two, but uh, I, on the other hand, I don't know that I, 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 I want to see I want to see Chris Evans like meat. <laughs> I yes, knew you were going down there. <laughs> that's not where I was going, but yes. <laughs> um, no, I want to see him leave the family and just like go off and be happy on a beach somewhere, like. I just want him to have a happy ending and to hell with these people. Ugh. All right. Well, okay. Can I, can I put woman. in one spoiler? Sure. Yeah. This was based off of a book and the book does have a different ending. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. Well, what's the ending? Uh, do you want me to read the... the? Okay. Uh, hang on. You didn't technically spoil anything. Yeah, I didn't yet. But, well, that's why I was saying, like, if you want to know, I can tell you. So, spoiler alert here. Uh, Jacob dies at the end of the book. She does the same thing. She's, it says, Lori becomes convinced of Jacob's guilt and in turn feels guilty herself on their driving to an interview. Not a haircut. Lori crashes the car she is driving with Jacob in it, instantly killing him. She hmm. lives, and then it says that Andy is questioned... Uh, in connection with Jacob's death, but he refuses to cooperate or incriminate Laurie in any way. And afterward, Andy tries to imagine the final moments of Jacob's life and what he would have become had he lived. Close. That's so. I'm, it's it's kind of weird that they put her on child trial and no one had that actually. Died. So the point is that we don't know. No, we don't. No, like, but I think no it's matter a, what, it, it's a weird choice to have him live. Like, like I unless there's going to be a season two. Kind of. That's kind of. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Like, otherwise, why? What's the point? They say he's going to recover in that situation. So. To make it slightly less depressing, I don't know. Was it though? (laughs) The kid's not dead. Usually, the kid's not dead equates less depressing. Just, just saying. Just looking at him in that, in that, that uh, life support 
thing, though, and then... And they said, you know, he's things are looking good. They're hopeful. They said it, so... That's also yeah. true. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm I don't good. know. I just I feel like, oh, man. You know what? You, yeah, let's be optimistic. Is, yeah, just, let's be optimistic. Yeah, totally. Karen, did this remind you of Broadchurch at all? I mean, it's been a long time since I saw Broadchurch, so it didn't okay. necessarily bring it to mind, but I'm sure there are simu- similarities. I just, you know, I'm old and I can't remember things. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely hear you on the Broadchurch thing a little bit. Like, I don't remember it extremely well either, but I, I mean, there was a whole, like, you know, dead kid situation. Yeah, I could see that. It just had similar, like, very sad vibes, especially at the beginning. Yeah. And trying to, like, uncover this mystery of did he or did he not? And, like, you know, who do you trust? Who do you not? Uncovering the story. That kind of thing. Who do you trust? Who do you trust? Who do you trust? I will say the one thing that would have made it better is during the trial, Chris kept saying, like, why isn't Jack McCoy here? (laughs) Right? Where is D.A. Jack McCoy and why isn't he handling this? No offense, Chris Evans, but... It, it Jack would have McCoy been a, would have ruined and he, porn he stash. He wouldn't have replaced Chris Evans. He would have replaced uh, what's her face. Yeah, the, the, oh, their so, lawyer. Okay, I liked her. She did it. She she's did, fine, she did but a good she's job. not Jack McCoy. It's true. Very true. It's only one. Nobody's Jack McCoy. Jack, McCoy. Jack McCoy except Jack McCoy. Uh, all right. Anything else that you watched? Well, I did watch a couple episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine, one of which had J.K. Simmons starring in it in a totally different role, and I was like, what the fuck was it? Huh? Huh? He shows up quite often in a number of things. I like him. He's one of my faves. He's great. He's a national treasure. And he's J. Jonah Jameson. Forever and always. I'm not going to lie. I forget sometimes that that's not his real name. (laughs) <laughs> it's just so it's close enough to the Simmons name that I'm like, you know what? They're the same person. He's really good at yelling. I don't know. He is really good at yelling. <laughs> We're uh, getting pretty close to John being able to play Portal Two, I think, and yes. that's some that's some real good J.K. Simmons work right there. I haven't played that yet. Yeah. He's gonna crack up about the thing with the lemons. Oh my god! Yeah, the problem is that there's some dark stuff in there, so I don't want to. You know, I really don't want to yet freak him out too much, right. so I'm trying to be a little more careful with uh, what I do with it. But at the same time, like I really want him to play that game. But we'll have to replay like... Portal One too because it, he doesn't really remember it. Okay, that was a long time ago. For him. For him. But he has been getting into. Oh yeah, he's still. We're still whole hog into Avatar, Fantastic. the last Airbender, that was which be a is question. great. Yep, uh, we got to. All right, so we. He's starting to learn a little bit more about Zuko's past now. Okay. And it's kind of sticking with him a little bit. Like um, we watched the Blue Spirit episode today. So good. And I asked him why. Oh, when he f- when he removed the mask and it was Zuko under there, he was kind of surprised. And then uh, I was really happy that everyone stayed quiet for. I love that moment at the end where Ang Ang's then saves Zuko, mm-hmm. and Zuko wakes up with him in the woods, and he has that conversation. Like, that's the sad thing about being over a hundred years old is that everybody I know is gone. I used to have a really good friend, and we'd get in all kinds of trouble together. And he was from the Fire Nation. 
do you think if we had known each other back then that we would have been friends? And then there's this like brief pause, and then Zuko tries to blast him, and, he, and you know, Aang runs away. And it's just such a sad scene. And then afterwards, I asked John, like, so why do you think Zuko tried to save Aang? And he he got kind of upset because he couldn't figure it out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's okay. It's slightly ambiguous if you're looking at it from a six-year-old's lens. Like, it's obvious he's... They set it up in the episode, like, no, he wants to... I asked what Zuko's motivation is, and he gets it. He says, the only way for Zuko to be free is to capture the Avatar. And I was like, all right, so he gets that much. Mm. He didn't quite piece together that he tried to free Aang from uh, Zhao, which I didn't know Zhao was voiced by Jason Isaacs. That's pretty cool. Um, But uh, he didn't piece together that he was trying to get him away from Zhao because he needs to capture the Avatar for himself. Therefore, he needed to, you know, he needs Aang to be free so that he can catch him, not Zhao. But uh, well, that's kind of a hand kind of thing. Exactly, it's a little bit of a complex concept for him, but he's he's getting it and he's understanding that Zuko isn't necessarily evil; that he is a product of his environment, Mm -hmm. which is one of my favorite things about the show. Like, yes, you can argue that Zuko's redemption arc is like. Zuko put a lot of people through an awful lot of stuff, but then he dedicates the rest of his life to not being a piece of shit. And so he tries to, he, that's a real redemption arc as in he accepts responsibility for all of the things that he did, but it's kind of like a, it's more to it than, you know, Darth Vader turns back to the light side, kills the emperor. And now I guess to live happily ever after as a force force ghost, like no Zuko gets to be fire Lord. And that comes with all the responsibility of being, atoning for the, for what he did for the rest of his life. So mm-hmm. it's that, that it's so much, I kind of lost the point that I was going for there. It was going so well too, but uh, he's, <laughs> John, he's, John he's is understanding the nuances of the show. He's yeah, he's starting to, he's, he's able to get a sort of a grip on the nuance of that good and evil isn't as clear cut. Which is, you know, when you look at someone like Iroh, who is just incredibly likable, and there's, like, this slight bit of confusion, you know, I, I'm assuming on his behalf, because he hasn't talked in great deal about it, but he knows that Iroh is my favorite character on the show, but he also knows that Iroh is part of the Fire Nation, and that Zuko is the bad guy, but then there's this Zhao guy who's an even badder bad guy... <laughs> And then there's everything that happened. Like, he didn't really get it when he learned about Zuko's scar and having to fight his dad. For some reason, like, it just didn't even compute with him. Like, I, I said afterwards, like, so did you follow all that? Like, Zuko's past and how he had to fight his dad? And he was like, wait, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, that was his dad that he was fighting. That was his dad that gave him that scar because his dad, played by Mark Hamill, is an evil, evil dude. And, uh,. It's been really fun watching the show with him, and he's still really interested in it. And after every single episode we watch, Ellie insists on going back to the episode where they meet uh, King Boomy, and he puts them through the trials with the rock candy. Every single time. If I'm not mistaken, that is the king of... It's like uh, the fifth episode... Yes, it's the fifth episode. He's the, the king of Omashu. We are mm-hmm. we are in the process of doing a rewatch here, and that's the next episode. Mm-hmm. So, it's the little screenshot of those crazy eyes. It's mm-hmm. so, such a good show. I like the fact that you get to watch it for yourself, 
and you get your your reinterpretation of it as you know get watching it yet again it, your 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 ideas about the, sh- the show being solidified and then you get to watch it through your the lens of your son's eyes mm. which is which is is a lot of fun fantastic i can only imagine and then there's ellie who runs around the backyard playing that she is prince zuko and she captures all the quote all the kids <laughs> yeah because she's all about the bad guys oh, that is amazing she doesn't even remember their names she's like what's the boy's name and the girl's name and and the boy with the arrow <laughs> the avatar yeah that one. <laughs> oh just wait until the the sister shows up Oh, and oh then- my God! Ellie is going to love Azula. <laughs> She's going to lose her shit over Azula, and I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait for Azula, and I can't wait for Toph. Yes. I think John's going to get a real kick out of Toph, yeah. just because. I mean, I get a huge kick out of Toph, so uh, that that wouldn't surprise me at all to learn that uh, John likes her, and because uh, I, I think you know, because she's just a. She's awesome. She's just the freaking best, man. It's so. a great character, too. It's mm-hmm. like just like the 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 story of that character is <laughs> fantastic. And he's so into earthbenders. Like he thinks the earthbenders are the coolest. Mm. And Toph is just the coolest cuz the, the coolest. one of the yeah. things he likes so much about rewatching the Boomy fight and the reason I don't think he complains about it is because one it's kind of funny, but two, you get to see some really crazy earthbending. But mm-hmm. boy, the shit that Toph comes up with and man, when she learns how to metal bend, yeah. <laughs> that's going to blow his mind. <laughs> and also that earthbending stuff that you see in that episode, that's basically the most complex bending you see throughout the first 5 episodes. Like that's the most advanced oh my God, bending you've yeah. seen yet in the show I'm, at that point. Yeah, I mean, you don't get anything close to that, I think, until this when you get to the Northern Water Tribe, yeah. where you see some real waterbending masters. Maybe with that, I don't remember... You do see some crazy shit from Iroh. Like, you saw mm-hmm. him redirect lightning on the boat, and you don't really know what that is yet, but mm-hmm. it, it, John, John saw that. He saw that and turned to me, and he's like, did he just shoot lightning? I was like, no. He caught it and redirected it. And he was like, what? I'm like, don't worry. Like I said, you're gonna, he shot lightning. <laughs> you're going to learn about that. <laughs> he, was, he, he understood what I said. He was like, what? Like, I, I, incredulously, like, holy cow. Because that's an amazing thing. And I love that bit, too, where Iroh is teaching him that, like, teaching him absolutely... Because you know, the the episode that we watched today is the Fire Nation, you know, General uh, Commander Zhao giving that speech of like, this we're the Fire Nation, the superior element, and I'm like, yeah, oh boy, that's you guys are definitely writing what you're writing, and, uh, <laughs> but that's what they're taught in the Fire Nation, and that Iroh has just doesn't believe that in the least that he learns so much from the world and when he's trying to teach Zuko about redirecting lightning as a waterbending technique it's like I learned this from watching waterbenders and I adapted firebending from their techniques because you can learn something from all walks of life and Mm -hmm. that's the message of this show is that you know, there's something to learn from everybody, and that unity is the answer. And and I love hey, Iroh's. Like, guess what world? <laughs> yeah, and Iroh has like the best interactions with so many different characters on that show. Like he just you usually know. revolving around food or tea. Hang, or- I'm sorry, it's my fault. No, it isn't. Yeah, it kind of is. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he calls it like great. it is. <laughs> 
He's oh. just, yeah, he's amazing. I, I really, I don't know anyone who doesn't love Iroh, honestly. And if they don't love him, then they're a monster. They are wrong. I couldn't agree more because uh, Iroh is the best. And it still kills me that uh, Mako died before the series was over because yeah. when that voice change happens, it's it's not even close. No. It's just not even... It's It's a valiant effort, but the fact that they didn't find somebody to do a better job for all the, uh, you know, Iroh appearances, even in, in Legend of Korra, because that's one of the things, like, you can kind of see it from this perspective, like, well, we've got to find someone fast, because it happened rather suddenly. Mm-hmm. And he wasn't, he was in the middle of recording the season, if I remember correctly. Um, so you find somebody on staff and, and just go with it, but when they brought the character back later, like, find some, I mean, Mako was such a unique voice. Um, mm-hmm. I've never heard anybody who sounds like him before, but there's got to be somebody out there who could do a, a really good impression of him. And this ain't it. Yeah. <laughs> this is as much as a valiant effort as it was, and especially that I believe they got the same guy to do Aku in the future Samurai Jack episodes, and that was even more distinctly Mako's voice, just that completely overzealous layer of evil um, whereas I'm pretty sure Iroh was just him doing his own voice, but Aku was just this real evil, Wait. demented, nuts, completely insane Are presence. You that they got the same guy to 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 do th- the same guy who replaced Mako as uh, who replaced Mako as Iroh also replaced Mako as Aku. Really? I think in in the the new Samurai Jack. I'm looking it up now to be sure. Because the, the, the Samurai Jack is closer, if I recall correctly. I maybe it's because it's it's over so I don't over know. The I top. I spotted it immediately in the new in the, the last season, the new one. Mm-hmm. The uh, the adult one. Right, right. Uh, I I spotted that immediately of just No, that ain't it. <laughs> Out of curiosity, do you think in Legend of Korra they named Mako the Firebender after Mako the voice actor? They absolutely did. Okay. That that's not guesswork. That was, that was said in thing. interviews. That's that's defi- definitively a thing. That's why he's named that. I love this freaking series. Oh my god, <laughs> it's so good. And I I'm so curious if they're gonna do more. Like well, it's not like there was, there's they were talking, a shortage of things to a uh, right. What were the, what was the Netflix thing? Was that more? Well, that's a live action retelling uh, yeah. of this show. Which potentially is very cool. So yeah, the the guy they got uh, to replace him was Greg Baldwin. Okay. Yeah. And replacing Mako with a white guy is like mildly again, insulting. I get it. At first, you find somebody who can do it at that time because you got you know schedules to 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 keep and everything. And the dude's a hell of a voice actor, but I just don't think he does a great impression of him and you know because this is a guy now doing an accent whereas that was Mako's accent <laughs> right mm. I don't know it's a it's a minor complaint because where Iroh's character goes and especially the way they wrote around him dying when he did where Iroh was silent for so many episodes and with good reason mm. uh, I thought that was pretty brilliant but eventually he did need to talk again and you know, it's what it is. 
I freaking love that show. <laughs> and if you've I'm never watched it, humans who listen to this podcast, which really, I mean, at this point, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't listened to it yet uh, or watched the show yet, then, what, you know. It is definitely getting a resurgence, which is what I like to see as well. I think I made it, a comment about that last week. It is, but I have to once again complain about the lack of previouslys. Yeah. It's starting to really bother me now because John could use it. You know, he we don't get to watch it every single day, so a refresher would be most welcome. Uh, you know, I, ju- I, I just noticed that today this. when and I was we were watching. I noticed I was able. To- it would be like watching X Men without it. You know. Oh God. <laughs> Previously on X Men, like that's that's part of that show right yes you you think of that show and you think of previously on x-men like that's just part of it and previously on avatar and i think pretty sure it was roku's voice that's such a chunk right that's Mm -hmm. a big part of the show's identity because that's how we watched it and i get that they want it to be more i guess binge friendly now is probably what they're going for but eh. that's what the skip button's for man Exactly. They have something in place for that. Yeah. Like, don't don't take away my previouslys. That stuff's important. Mm-hmm. Especially because as you get into later seasons, there are things that tie back into earlier content. Oh, my God. And that's why I keep hoping that they're going to come back at some point. Because, yeah, there's some stuff. They, hey, remember this thing that happened in season one? Oh, you don't because you're six? Well, tough nuggets. <laughs> come on, help us out here. Get smarter, kids. Tough nuggets. Nice. My only complaint about the show is that I'm now expected to answer to Appa Yip Yip. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I got into that role, but uh, it's not super flattering. Aww. Aww. But Appa is is the heart and soul of the show. And then I asked Ellie, what am I supposed to do when you say that? She goes, you go like this. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Out of the mouth of babes. (laughs) Like, okay. (sighs) Oi. (laughs) All right. All right, moving on. Because we could talk about Avatar all the time, every day. It's very true. I mean, in our house, you're still doing the Castle Rewatch at the Mm -hmm. tail end of season six. Um, Ghost Hunters, for me. She falls asleep on it primarily. Mm-hmm. Are you watching anything when I'm not around? What are you watching on Netflix? Well, you know I'm watching New Girl. That's yeah, New Girl. I'm rewatching slash watching because I had watched the first two seasons and I thought I had gotten further into the show and I had not. So now I've actually gotten past the point that I originally stopped watching at. And I, I just love that show so much. It. I laugh out loud to that show more than anything else. Like, I love Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't laugh as much to Brooklyn Nine-Nine as I do to New Girl. That show just speaks to my heart. <laughs> and it is not because I'm like Jessica Day. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. We is. have some weird similarities. Okay, but that does not mean that we are the same. Well, not exactly the same. Yeah, but there are some weird similarities. <laughs> I I, mean, I, I want to make comment about something that I found out. I think it was might might have been yesterday, but I tried to rectify today. I might have been finding out earlier today. And could, um, Angela had never seen Invader Zim. It's true. <clears throat> so, I have acquired it, and I wanted to to start watching it. But I am finding it hard to 
understand how the seasons fell. So I, it, there's either it's either one or two seasons of like thirty episodes, or it's six episodes of ten, and the names are all over the place. And I'm trying to. We watched the first episode, and I, I love that show. I laugh. I, I I find myself laughing out loud at it, and just the the the, the speed in which those jokes hit. I'm curious as because you you were sitting watching it whilst you were eating. Anything at all for you, hun? No, nothing. No. no. This is a scene. Well, it could be the end of the relationship, people. <laughs> This is this is where honeymoon's over. <laughs> Listen, it, you started playing the episode, and I walked in while it was like you, sh- you could walk into that show beginning. at any point in time. But there was actual story happening, and I was like, "What's going on here? Like, <laughs> why is he invading Earth? Why is he being? He's not even invading Earth because he's being cast out to Earth. But they're not telling him why. And now he's oh, he's on a bus. Okay." Now he got attacked by a dog. So did this little kid who thinks he's an alien. Well, he All knows right. he's an alien. Well, yeah, he is an actual an alien. alien. Zim is an alien. So so that, that's what's going on here. <laughs> I mean, listen, I read Johnny the Homicidal Maniac when I was younger, and I liked the art style and the craziness and the wackiness. So I think that if nothing else, this deserves at least some of my attention. But uh, what was the other show? So, uh Someone with death and the little girl, something Mandy. Uh, uh, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Yeah. Okay, so that did that not come out around the same time? Mm, I don't know. Okay, I heard of the two around the same time, and I know that that show entertained me more. Okay. But I only saw limited episodes. I don't. I don't remember watching. And I don't much know if that that's connected all. to the same, like group like creative groups or anything i literally know nothing about it all i know is i was like oh cartoon let me watch <laughs> no those were not related uh, this is a nickelodeon yeah. joint and uh billy and mandy was cartoon, cartoon network. network oh okay interesting well it's I, it, that's another thing that i'm going to get to experience again because i'm going to end up watching you know all of zim because i i find it very entertaining lots of fun Maybe it's a slow build. Maybe I'll just watch. No, you're done. You're out. I'm not letting you watch it anymore. I I wouldn't say it's a slow build. I do think it's a show that actually gets worse over time. I think its strongest episodes are up front. Mm -hmm. And not that it ever truly gets bad, but it's, um, it's, it's not something that I think gets a whole lot better. There are some great episodes later in the, later in the series, without a doubt, but it's we talked about the the circus uh, the christmas what is it the christmas yeah a christmas episode uh zim the eats waffles hor- the whole most horrible yeah. xmas ever yeah we watch it every year <laughs> when he takes the kid and just puts him under the couch <laughs> just See? picks him up like a piece of furniture and slides him under the couch maybe i'm uh, just zim not eats waffles. well that's the thing like you got to watch the first episode from the get-go. Don't jump into the middle and see the uh, the jokes. Like, you got to appreciate the kind of like. There's a lot of setup that goes into it, and it's uh, you know some some pretty weird humor. And there's there's some you know eventually you kind of it kind of clicks with you or it doesn't. You know, it's like rejected. It's like this litmus test thing. Like you can either look at rejected. I don't know if she's watched rejected either. I have not. I don't <gasps> 
Oh, God. My spoon is too big. Don't ruin it. Yeah. No, don't don't ruin that. But show that to her. It's uh, yeah. it's it's one uh, of those things. Like either you're gonna laugh your brains out, or you're gonna be like, "What the hell who like is this? this? What the hell did I just watch?" <laughs> and, and it was you know one what? of those. Even like, if you watch it, like if you watch it multiple times, you could get both of those feelings. Mm-hmm, you know, you mm-hmm, go back and yeah. forth. You can be you, you. You can very easily be uh, curious about what the hell is wrong with the people who made this show. It's a, it's a, or this this you know movie. But just know that when you watch Don Hertzfeld's uh, Rejected, that it was nominated for an Academy Award. Oh no! Okay. No one can ever take that away from it. That happened. Listen, Chris showed it to me when we started dating, and we're married now, so. It's okay. Couldn't have been that is, bad. Is that the thing that sealed the deal? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that says more about us than anything else. I don't know. <laughs> it's magnificent. I'm scared now. Uh, it'll be fine. It's 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 one watch. You either like it or you don't. And some of the weirdest shit you'll ever see. It's the hardest I've ever laughed at anything in my life. Talk about can't wait to show the kids, but definitely can't show. Oh them now. yeah, definitely oh, can't no. show the kids that. No, yet. no, 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 no. That is off the table. <laughs> For the love of God, God and all that is holy. <laughs> okay, let's not spoil Angie. I don't even know what's happening right now. I feel like I'm listening to a bunch of crazy people. You are. Well, <laughs> how long, how long have we been recording? <laughs> Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Listen, you guys just took me down a rabbit hole, so now I'm looking at Happy Noodle Boy comics. So it's fine. My sanity's gone now. <laughs> All right. So let's let's let's. If there's, I mean, any got anything else you guys want to talk about, or quickly stroll through the news, because that that first story really, that 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 first one that you posted right after we we recorded last week, Chris. They fixed, Which one was that? They fixed About the Simpsons. Oh yeah, they fixed the Simpsons. Like right after we recorded, they did it. They fixed the Simpsons. <laughs> I heard your voice. <laughs> yes, it's about well, freaking time. Like, come on, man. <laughs> but yes, they fixed the Simpsons. You can go in there and you can, uh, you can get the Simpsons to work the way it's supposed to. You can get uh, all of the jokes. Mm-hmm. It, it, you can make it not look like trash, and that is a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Unless you're watching the later seasons, and then yeah, there's nothing you there's can nothing do. There's nothing you can do about that. <laughs> yeah, then there really isn't much you can do about that. That's true. Um, I'm going to post in a link for upcoming stuff on, like, the pay services on Netflix, Hulu, Amazon. They just It's, you know, one of those monthly lists that come out. I'm so excited. It is June. Um, so. is, is, does anyone know if the Cardcaptor Sakura release is the original show, or did they, like, remake it, and I just missed all, all of that? No, I've never you. heard of a remake of it, but okay. I mean, uh, that, that doesn't mean there isn't one. That's fair. That just means that I haven't heard of it. It just means that I'm going to watch the hell out of it. There I, you go. I'm super excited for a lot of the stuff on this list. Also, Queer Eye. Come on, Karen. <gasps> I didn't I didn't get to see the whole list. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's not that oh much. God. Scroll down. Woman, scroll. <laughs> scroll. Okay. scroll. Listen. <laughs> Three days. Three days. <laughs> Oh, Let it be known. I will do nothing so two days from now, but June. watch Queer Eye. <laughs> oh, five. Ellie loves Queer Eye so much. Well, she did last time it was on. I love I that she know. loves something good. There's <laughs> 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 something Something wholesome. that's not objectively evil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, when she was when she was younger and she couldn't say it, she she'd ask mommy, "Can we watch Quiet?" 
That's adorable. Precious. That's yeah. adorable. She's a good kid. She is. That's true. I, I, I kid. I play, but you know. <laughs> no, no. You're. I mean, there's a streak of evil in that child. <laughs> Listen, as the parent, you're allowed to say that. That's fine. She has a. She's. A, she's a villain thing. <laughs> she's just gonna point. say it. She has a. Vi- she has a villain thing. Oh, she has she a thing villains. for villains. Okay, got it. <laughs> no, she is a no, villain, yeah. honey. That is where she's oh, headed. Right, wait. It's are gonna we, happen. Are we? This is it. We've decided. <laughs> She's going to try to take over she the world. She likes Zuko. She <laughs> likes Darth Vader. Okay. She's wow. just... She's, she's got a darkness. Uh, <laughs> you should not cross her. All right. I, I'm going to segue out <laughs> of having it. a darkness into... the Marvel is getting the, the Daredevil stuff back. So, we talked about this months and months ago. Because they made a deal. Marvel made a deal with Netflix that they wouldn't... They're, they, they're getting the characters back. Marvel's getting them back, but they wouldn't do anything with them for 18 months. That uh, was the deal. And there are six months left to that deal. So, all speculative, but all uh, the reason I posted this article up is that we are half a year away from possibly getting more of those characters in the proper Marvel universe. Which is right in time for the next round of... MCU stuff. Assuming they're ever allowed to make new stuff. Well, it's allegedly six months away. No, I mean, like, in like terms of coronavirus. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, you posted up something, right, about Schoolhouse Rock? Yeah, apparently that's coming to Disney+. Plus. Nice. Neat. That's good stuff, too. Um, that is pretty cool. No idea if it holds up, but hey. Probably. I'm willing to give it a try. I'm curious. I do want to watch it. I haven't watched Schoolhouse Rock since... I watched it the first time when I was a child. <laughs> oh, hon, you posted up this one. Explain. Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez. Okay, so this is a thing. This is Dear Class of 2020, which I thought was kind of exciting because I know that there are a lot of people that are not getting to experience a real graduation ceremony this year. And to acknowledge that and honor the hard work and dedication of all of the students across the nation, uh, of course, of course, it's being led by Michelle and Barack Obama because I fucking love those people. Um, But they decided to put together a special event and it's going to be hosted on YouTube. And uh, after they decided that they wanted to do it, people just started jumping on the bandwagon. So Lady Gaga is going to be there. Beyonce is going to be there. Malala is going to be there. Um, I don't even know who that is. Please tell me that's a joke. Educate yourself. Oh my God. She, okay. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, but yeah, so they, all of these amazing, amazing people are just going to be showing up. And then I actually went to their website because I was so intrigued by this. Their website, no offense, I love you, Michelle and Brock, but if this is actually the thing, it's dearclassof2020.net. And uh, it's it's kind of a simple and shitty website. Please do better. Explain more. <laughs> um, but what's really cool is that if, if this is actually the same thing that is happening... Um, on the, on the 6th it looks like you can actually like send in videos yourself to like show your how you're celebrating or like um you can submit like family cheers so like your family gets to submit videos that show how proud they are of you and i don't know if they're going to air these kinds of things during the event um but they also had one where you get to like put on your cap and gown and then send like you upload submissions to like show off your moves <laughs> like your dance moves <laughs> which i just thought was hysterical um 
so yeah, I don't know what this is going to look like, but I was I was just I was moved to see that there is an effort being made because I I know, you know, a few families who have graduates this year and there hasn't really been a celebration and I think it's nice that there is something something being led especially right now with everything going on. It it's nice to see that there is something positive to look forward to and I really sincerely hope it does not get canceled. So, cool cool cool. That is very, very awesome. It's very wholesome. Wholesome and sweet. Yeah. Um, you also posted up. I saw this article and I did not post it because I can't. Rem- I don't think we discussed much about Tiger King on this show because I remember watching it and hating it because they're just horrible, horrible people. Yes, let's never speak of it again. I but, shouldn't have posted it. Ugh. But Carol uh, Baskin, the 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 evil. The alleged evil. That bitch, Carol Baskin. <laughs> on the show, she got control over all of the animals from the zoo that the guy owned that is now in prison. So, But the thing that made me post this article, and I'm ashamed to admit I even read any of this, was the fact that there are TV and film adaptations being made, and that was the thing that enraged me. So I saw one. Nicol- didn't we read that Nicolas Cage yep. was going to be... Uh- Fuck yeah. everybody. Who's, who's I'm sorry. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic. <gasps> Joe Exotic. I mean, the Tiger crazy, King himself know? being played by Nicolas Cage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, is this Horizon Dawn thing? Is that is, is that something you just wanted Chris to see? Or is okay. that, <laughs> well, I mean, if you're going to talk about it, let's talk about it. Oh no, if it's a video game thing, that's something <laughs> for later. It's definitely a video game thing. I'm so excited. Listeners, please, please, please go play the first one if you haven't already. If You, 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 you know what you kills know me? What you're missing. Chris, I remember you remember you do that video game podcast you, you recall and you've spoken repeatedly about the shortcomings of horizon zero dawn's climbing feature oh okay, <laughs> okay. that is oh i will Chris, that. I, I, I need you i need you to, to be with me here i remember you specifically saying hey there's a mountain i want to climb it in this zelda <laughs> game i can do it in horizon i can't is that correct in saying <laughs> Yes. All right. And so when good. I say I can climb it, I mean I can just press forward and go. Yeah, and Link you can start climbing. Climb and it instead of jumping around like a mountain goat and hoping so, to God you hit the right ledge. So last, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was last week after recording, Angela was out there playing Horizon Dawn, and I only sat there for I'm going to say ten minutes watching her try to climb this. The the jarringness of the screen and the frustration of her not being able to get out of this one particular area because of the mountain climbing necessity in this game was enraging to her. And I got <laughs> motion sickness watching it. Yeah, it was bad. It was But um, the screenshot looks beautiful. It's yeah, I mean the, that's one of the things that I love most about this world is the way that every now and then I'll just stop and stare and go, Oh my god, this is so amazing. <laughs> Maybe they'll make a movie out uh, of it. Yeah, that is that is definitely a thing that this game has going for it. It <laughs> is yeah, it is pretty. Uh, it's it's got really really good art direction. There's you'll never hear me complain about that particular aspect of this game. Uh, and also, uh, I, when I talk about these things, I understand that it just makes that it means that the game is not good for me. Mm-hmm. Not that the game's not good. It's just that it doesn't resonate with me the way that it's resonating with other people because there are things that I look for in games 
that aren't the same as the things that other people look for in games. I would love to talk about this with you later because I'm curious to know like the pros and cons for you of this game, but (gasps) that will be good. God damn, honey. Excuse me. Bless you. Um, but uh, yeah, that's a that's an after podcast thing because it is not podcast specifically. Podcast for another podcast. Yes, but I just want to say, America, <laughs> this needs to be a miniseries, not just a movie, but a freaking miniseries because this whole world is absolutely incredible, and I want more. Please and thank you. <laughs> okay. So with that, um, unless you guys got anything else, let's. Are you ready to take a break? I'm ready to take a break. All right, so let's let's take a quick break. I've get... been working hard. Or hardly working. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> let's take a quick break. When we get back, we're going to talk about Snowpiercer. All right? Stay tuned. Are you enjoying the podcast you're listening to right now? Of course you are. But did you know that it's just one part of an entire network of geek-related goodness? Geekade.com is your one-stop shop for fresh original content no matter what your geek is. Each week, you'll find articles and podcasts about comic books, horror movies, X-Men, music, video games, music in video games, Transformers, anime, TV shows, tabletop gaming, wrestling, beer, and more. And hey, if you want to help us create even more original content, please consider supporting us on Patreon. That's available at patreon.com slash geekade. What's your geek? Geekade is looking for some partners. If you have something you'd like to advertise on any of our podcasts, our powerful overlords are ready to talk to you. Send your proposal to mail at geekade.com with the words podcast ads in the subject line, and our diligent army of trained ants will put you in touch with the head of our advertising department. With a weekly audience that reaches well into the dozens, Geekade is the perfect place to get your ads into the ears of the right people. Once again, that's mail at geekade.com. Send your ad in today. And we're back. Thank you so much for checking out the commercials. Let's talk Snowpiercer. Um, this was my choice. I chose uh, Season 1, Episode 1, because I had never seen the show before. It was called First the Weather Changed. Uh, this is a TNT drama, um, and it is based on the 2013 movie of the same name and if I'm not mistaken is that it was based also... on the movie or is it based on the book I, I, well see that's the thing the 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 movie has changes from the book and I think there was also a movie before the Chris Evans movie so the theory is tra- uh, we as a society destroy the planet and we chill it too much because First, we overheated it too much, and science says, hey, let's cool the planet off. They went too far, and now the world is a giant icicle, and this train is constantly in motion, keeping a 1,001 cars going. Um, it is... Uh, hey, let's, uh, let, let, me, let me read. Set more than seven years after the world has become a frozen wasteland, the remnants of humanity inhabit a perpetually moving train that circles the globe where class warfare, social injustice, and the politics of survival play out. So the movie that the that, that's is I'm assuming in some way, shape, or form based off of is features Chris Evans and Ed Harris. Okay, two very well well known characters. This television iteration stars Jennifer Conley and David Diggs. Um, the first episode is 
showing the, the the basic plot line is you get the cast of characters, the 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 social hierarchy. It's pretty much broken down for you, and how the tailies want to get out from the the back end of the train and just get to a better place, get to a better lot in life. Um, the rest of the train is set up in such a way that they are prevented from doing that. Now, the reason they are where they are is because the social elites and certain others that were either uh, job-related or, or whatnot, they either had tickets or they are, uh, had a specific job on the train before the train took off and these the set of people sort of jumped on before yeah, the these were took. the poor people that were like whoa 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 you're leaving us We'd to like die, to people die. Get yeah. to survive <laughs> so, the apocalypse that ain't cool so they are they are set up at the tail like they got pushed back to the tail end of the train and that's where this this the show starts now i was very i'm familiar with the movie and i was curious as how they were going to turn this into a television show now have any of you actually seen the movie nope please don't tell my boyfriend chris evans that i haven't seen this okay (gasps) really okay oh i've seen it and for the record i do want to clarify it's based off of the show is based off of both the uh the actually it was a graphic novel but uh it's based off of both the graphic novel and the original film um but not the it's it's the um the film directed by bong yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah. It's not a continuation of the Chris. Like, so there was a Snowpiercer before Chris Evans' Snowpiercer. Yes. So that's now that's the one that I'm familiar with. <laughs> lots Chris Evans' of snow is getting pierced by lots of things. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say by Chris Evans. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna touch that, but boy, do I wanna. So the movie was pretty much characters start at the back of the train have to get to the front of the train and the movie is what happens in between those point a and point b okay we've had that story um and they did a very good job with that with the movie i thought it was fantastic that does not lead well to a multi-episodical television show because we know the story we know how it ends um i was curious as to what they were going to do for this and it appears that they have made it a crime drama which I thought was interesting because I did not see that coming. Um, uh, David David Diggs, which is Andre Layton, his character, he is a tally who happened to have been a homicide detective before getting on the train, and there is a murder on the train, and the upper echelon need his help to f- solve the murder. So they go to the back of the train to get him to help and the upper echelon aka mike o'malley the host of nickelodeon guts <laughs> mike so michael o'malley shows up on screen and i don't know if angela knows who we're talking about but it's uh, the bearded i loved dude. that show okay and i'm like i love that guy <laughs> it doesn't click to me that it was guts but I'm like i like that guy every time he shows up i i'm curious as to how you, you guys who haven't seen the movie, what did you think of the show? I liked it pretty well. Um, I'm not going to lie. Uh, I was in, I was, I was, you had me at Debbie Diggs. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I'm not familiar with him. What is... I mean, I he was in the original Broadway cast of Hamilton, so... Oh, nice. Oh, that's what, because I looked at his uh, credits and a lot of animated stuff. 
So I was I wasn't familiar with him before this. So yeah. Um, so that's where I know him from, okay. and I love him. And he is just so charismatic that I would watch him in anything. Um, but like I, people have been trying to get me to check this out for ages in various formats, and I'm stupid and haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, I, w- I was excited that you picked this because I knew the show was coming out and I said, you know, I finally like, I'm finally going to check this out. <laughs> People have been telling me about it for years. So, uh, it- and I liked it. I think the only thing I don't like about it is uh, that it's a little, at least the be- the beginning circumstances are a little too real. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. Situationally. <laughs> like, yes. We're, yeah. yeah. Uh, post-apocalyptic is like not my bag right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I, I get that. We're a little too close to it. Um, but Elon Musk will save us all. Yeah, with mm. his giant train to space. How did you guys <laughs> feel about Jennifer Connelly's performance? Standard Jennifer Connelly? Okay. I don't know. Chris loves her, so. Yeah, him. I'm biased. Okay, so it's us. So I seeing have seen the movie, and I was waiting for the Ed Harris character, who is, like, in here they... they Melanie Cavill? I didn't realize that was... So, what is the name on the train? It's Wilford Wilford. or something like that. So, the Ed Harris character in the movie is Wilford. Like, he is the conductor, if you will. And the reveal at the end of this episode, I, honest to God, didn't see coming. I didn't expect her to be the one fully in charge because of my experience with the movie that there was always someone so they got you yes they totally <laughs> got me and cool I, that meant nothing to me okay which i mean and that's and that's that's what i was curious about because there is a story before this story so it, it's it was a surprise for me which i was you know pleasantly surprised by like ooh, did not see that coming all right you got me hooked i'm gonna continue watching this to see where this goes because it's there's there's a, a murder to be solved and now there's a reason for to continue on this storyline. Not only is there the murder, there's the those that are trying to uh, you know get out of the back of the train. We see that there's a, there's going to be some sort of strife between I, I think they said something about the Americans and Europeans and, and like like there's class structure and there's a there's going to be some sort of breakdown in within the front half of the train. Um I thought they did a really good job with this. I, 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 I couldn't figure out how they were going to pull off a show from that movie, and they did. I am super curious to see which aspects of the graphic novel they're going to incorporate, because, you know, graphic novel usually means, like, a, an enclosed thing, but it looks like there were at least multiple parts to the whole story. And I haven't read the graphic novel, but I went on Wikipedia, and there's a really great synopsis so if they incorporate the aspects that those there are many aspects of the graphic novel that are not in the movie that we've seen okay um just to name a few uh there is uh issues about like a virus like there was nothing really talked about with that Mm -hmm. in the movie uh a lot of the the movie content was the struggle to get from the back end of the train to the front of the train and the front of the train is the place to be, you know, that's where the elite are. Um, so I'm very, I'm very intrigued by this. I love 
this interpretation and this approach, especially because now I do know that it is pulling from two different types of source material. I'm just, I'm so curious to see where this is going to go. I, I don't think I'm going to be able to predict much other than the fact that I knew Jennifer Connelly was, in fact, the conductor. I didn't even know she was in it. I was pretty happy. Oh, okay. <laughs> like you watched it and you didn't know she was in it? <laughs> That's kind of weird. I just, I, when uh, we started watching it, I just assumed that there wasn't anybody I knew in it. And then Jennifer Connelly was there. And I was like, okay. And Sweet. and other than that, did you, you, did you enjoy it? Well, um, it could have used more Jack McCoy. <laughs> Chris, you cannot do couldn't? that for every show. <laughs> yes, he can and does. You watch me. You watch me, sucker. No, do, who do you think I, he would have been, though? Now I need to know. Wh- which role would he play on Snowpiercer? Would he be one of the District tailies? Attorney Jack, Jack McCoy. McCoy? Or he, he would just up. be that, that person. Okay, He would just right. be, he'd be there. sitting there in the bar car. Yeah, he'd, he, wouldn't be in the, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't be in the tailies. He wouldn't be all the way up front. He'd be just, like, chilling right in the middle and just angry. Prosecuting, waiting for Andre Layton to bring him the evidence so he could prosecute the offenders. Exactly. Okay. He'd, just, he'd have his own little office and he'd always be like in a hurry somewhere. And he'd be like on his way out the door or something. Yeah. That's, oh, that's, that's, that's what he'd be. Okay. And there, I just made the show 10,000 times better. Yes. I mean, did. everything yes, is did. better with him. Would we get like that hammer drop sound too from Law and Order? Chung, like chung. that? Gunk, Yeah. But only on the scenes that led to him. Exactly. <laughs> that's how you knew. That's how you know Jack McCoy is about to throw the hammer down. You know, I feel uh, like if he'd been in charge, my this heart hurts so much would right not now. be an issue. This whole this whole Snowpiercer issue wouldn't even be a thing. Thanks, yeah. Jack McCoy. Mm-hmm. I I am I I I enjoyed it. To to joking aside, I did enjoy it. I wasn't completely and totally over the moon enthralled by it, but I I liked it. Uh, perfectly fine. It was, it kept me interested, uh, and I'd be willing to watch another one at some point. Okay. Yeah, I definitely, like I said, I want to see where this show goes, and um, I'm really curious to see what kind of messages they're going to be putting in this, because you know the 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 big topics that they're covering are class warfare, social injustice, and survival. I mean. How That's, much more relevant could you be? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I'm most interested to see like what happens with the Tailies and and the, their little revolution because, uh, I mean, I, I was I was very invested in it mm-hmm. and it's you know when they came and they got Leighton and took him away and then the rest of the tail was like, well, fuck it, we're just gonna you know, we're just gonna barrel ahead with our dumb plan. Mm. Right. And and see and that was the thing about the movie. That barreling happened in the movie, and only the main character makes his way further. Like they that them them fighting as much as they can and only making it one car was shocking mm-hmm. to me because of what I had seen before. Like I definitely thought they were going to make it at least a couple of cars ahead so that they can you know continue the story, but the story was somewhere else completely, and that was great. And that's the thing I'm I'm so curious about. Like I'm really wondering what they're going to do with this and also they have because it's not just a movie i mean literally a thousand and one possible cars that they can take the audience through and explore um and then they have to deal with external factors and 
just, you know, anything from weather to uh, any decomposition tigers. of quality in the tracks or what? Chris said tigers, so oh. I was just jumping on that. Yeah, tigers, definitely. I want one of the cars to just be full of tigers. <laughs> and they're going to get there and be like, okay, but why did you bring these tigers? Why not? And they, well, what else? Are we, who else is going to promote the frosted flakes to the rest of the car, right? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Listen, there was an iguana, okay? Like, why not? Yeah. Tigers are important. <laughs> tigers are the future. Great. That's right, Evan. That's absolutely right. Welcome to the fo- welcome to the fold. I threw it up. He hit it, knocked it out of the park. That was just for you, Chris. Uh, I just feel for you. That's your how much I love you. Disgust. I could feel it. You were like hated yourself for saying it, but you couldn't not. And that means that what my job was done. I know what done. he's doing. He's doing this on purpose. He's trying to go. Yep. Yeah. It's gonna happen. There. Great. Oh, you're disgust me. <laughs> you said it, Evan, not me. All right. Oh, my God. I could feel the hate from here. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Well. My job here is done. <laughs> All right. Podcast over. We're going home. I mean. You are home. We're <laughs> home, too. What the hell? Everybody's home. I actually just pulled up the uh, the... <coughs> Graphic novels, and apparently they're French. Yeah, which is I did not. That was. Oh, I, I probably should have clarified. I that. thought it was an Asian story. No, no. So that was the thing. That so this is interesting to me because I think that the French version, um, without I don't know if this would be too spoilery, but I feel like it was written to be a kind of a tragedy, and then, you know, if you look at the direction that, uh, Eastern film likes to take when they're doing things that are more dramatic as well especially if it's dystopian I feel like all the films that I've watched have always had like a really like America is the country of happy endings mm-hmm. and that is not something that necessarily exists in um, anywhere else yeah in, <laughs> in other cinematic worlds um, well that's the thing like with like Asian horror the, mo- it, the monsters oh can God. win oh they and they do and and the ghosts can you know keep on to the next movie and american cinema is the one that always has to have a happy ending and what's weird with this story not necessarily a happy ending but not a po- like everything's over ending kind of thing like it's not how we expected it to end from the beginning yeah you guys need to watch the movie that's all i'm gonna say i mean come on don't deny Chris it's Evans. Chris Evans. What are you doing? A, a badass role. Like, he plays whoo, whoo, swinging an axe and just doing... Oh. Evan just got the vapors. <laughs> I'm swooning a little bit. I'm not going to lie. I think you little... mean a great-ass role. Because Chris Evans has nothing but great-ass roles. That's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. I just heard ass and now... Listen, what? I said nothing, okay? Yes, I but you were thinking it. I said nothing. <laughs> I heard you thinking it. I didn't need to say anything. All right. Well, uh, I Well, I'm I'm interested to watch more. I want to know what Layton's plan is and like what's gonna, whether it's going to work. Mhm. So. Yeah, he's he's about the the future. Let's let's lay out all of these so we can succeed and the rest of the troop was not and they failed. So And the balance of everything in this train is so delicate. Like I'm fascinated by this world. I really am. Like they they took a few beats to actually explain, you know, you know, like down to the strawberry. There's 
There's a reason that this strawberry is here. Mm. You guys jumping on the ass end of this train was not part of that plan. <laughs> <laughs> but I will yes, say. but maybe oh. your plan should have, like, not just included, you know, killing all the poor people. No, that, yeah, well. <laughs> or letting all the poor people die. The yeah. social injustice. Yeah. But I, I, I will say that while we watched this, we decided that we were absolutely inspired and must, without a doubt, have grilled cheese and tomato soup tomorrow. Oh, my God. <laughs> so tomorrow is cheat day. And when he sat down at that table and I, as soon as I saw the, the, the tomato soup, I was like, oh, that's going to be that's going to be a grilled cheese that. Oh, yeah. And the way he he lovingly eats that grilled cheese sandwich and then devours. I, now, tomorrow, we're having grilled cheeses. Yeah, he did a good job. I think that's a thing can... I want to do is just make food from TV shows that make me go. ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Debbie Diggs can do anything he wants, as far as I'm concerned. So, you, I mean, he he did a, a, an all right performance for you. Like, you're, you're yeah, happy? I, I I found him very compelling. I love that guy. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, good. I'm glad we all enjoyed it. I, I it's it's a it's it's a rarity to go in blind to a show. Like, I, I had no idea what to expect from this, and I'm glad it turned out well. So I am too. All right. Chris, hey, how you doing? Let's wrap it up with the spiel, and then we will we will do the closing because we got a whole another week for closing homework. arguments. Oh, hot damn! I better look okay. up what my episode is. <laughs> I should, pro- <laughs> that should she, probably uh, get my uh, Chris is going to get, get my his script notes. out. Well, first I have to catch this beetle. Oh, he's get, catching a beetle. There's a beetle on a tree. And all I of America it. can wait while Chris catches a fucking beetle. I'm sorry. Beetle. Are you playing Animal Crossing right now whilst recording a podcast? Uh, Always. Yeah. yeah. What I kind of making... adult are you? <laughs> the best the guy. Best Chris. <laughs> I finished making my Mario Maker level, so I decided to run around and see if I could catch some night bugs in Animal Crossing. Because oh there's some bugs that are new right now. And so I, I caught a... <laughs> What the hell was it called? A drone beetle just a minute ago. It's pretty neat. Stuck in a tree. I just want you to know I do not condone this. Okay. (laughs) I've been sitting here poking around on my iPad trying to look up information. You guys drop a name. I'm like, who the fuck is that? Let me make sure I'm still relevant. (laughs) You're taking this shit way too seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. When I I asked her, because I did ask her only a half hour before we started recording, I said, hey, I'm like, hey, do you want to join us to record tonight? She's like, (gasps) I need to prepare. I'm like, nah, no, you don't. <laughs> and he immediately no. Requ- no, regretted asking. <laughs> no, you don't. But I need to look stuff up. No, you don't. Did you watch TV this week? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you are qualified. <laughs> oh, is that a mosquito? Oh, Chris. Don't you bite me. Yes. I got a mosquito. I don't, I don't okay, even I'm know on on where on his phone he keeps the script or I have stolen You can get in touch with <laughs> Yeah, it's fine. You can get in touch with Chris um, and ne- nowhere because he's, he's just going to play Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Crossing. <laughs> East Todd. East Todd. <laughs> Go visit him on his fucking island. Jeez, I didn't know you hated Animal Crossing so much. It's Wait, not she's, she, Stardew she's, Valley. She's a Stardew Valley girl. <laughs> See what yeah, I did? Stardew Valley, Valley Stardew girl. Valley. Hey. <laughs> Stardew Valley is Stardew Valley. Animal Crossing is Animal Crossing. The two can hang out just fine. Nope. Uh, well, then I'm sorry. You're wrong. <laughs> nope, I'm not. Because I don't have to buy a Switch to play this game. You know what? I'm going to let it go. <laughs> I just want to know how to contact us. I want to go to sleep. 
<laughs> it's anarchy here. You can episode. get in touch with us at malikgeekade.com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook at Geekade. Find us on Instagram at Geekade. Subscribe to our YouTube and Twitch channels for all our latest video content and follow us on Twitter at the underscore Geekade or follow the show specifically at webcast you can also find us individually on twitter i'm at geekade chris that's geekade k-r-i-s karen where can people find you shoot underscore the underscore moon evan where can people find you geekade underscore evan angie where can people find you twitch.tv slash laracraft 13 thanks that was a lot of letters We'll listen, listen, if you've ever played Tomb Raider, <laughs> it's not that hard. You've got this. I believe in you, okay? But it's craft, not croft. Get it right, people. Don't fuck it up. If you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, or Stitcher, or if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on geekade.com for more fresh original content. Back to you, Evan. Thank you. Karen. Uh-huh. It's your turn. What's the homework? Um, I think I just want to stall for a little while because I know you're tired. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually getting, I, for some reason, incredibly warm in this office. It's always warm in this <laughs> office. Oh. We have all the electronics here. ever. <laughs> so, I don't know. No. Do whatever no. you want. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Give me homework. All right. Well, you guys know that we I recently undertook a, a Agent Carter rewatch oh, yes. and I finished it and so I've settled on my pick. So, uh we're going to stick with ep- uh season 1, episode 5, The Iron Ceiling. Awesome. Season 1, episode 5? Yep. All right. There you go people, there is your homework for this week. Agent Carter, season 1, episode 5, Iron Ceiling. Thank you for joining us here. We are so happy that you could. From all of us here at this week's episode, I'm Evan. I'm Karen. Angie. Oh, hey, I'm Angie. And you should definitely watch the entire season. Okay. And I'm playing Animal Crossing. <laughs> <laughs> Good night. <laughs> Sons of bitches. <laughs> <sighs> And this concludes our broadcast day.